Hi everybody, welcome back to the show. It's been a long time since our last episode, but here we are back in the studio, back in China. Real human beings coming at you, fresh off the plane. It's Mr. Skirmerhorn. And fresh off the plane also is Mr. McQueen. Why did we do that? I don't know. Something new, something exciting. Season three coming out. It's great. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Jacob's got this great like floof of hair right now. I think it's I a, know. It's an it looks pretty cool right it's now. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You should have that style all the time. It's too bad that one can't style one's hair. It's impossible. Why? It's impossible. Yeah, that's it, a known fact. Yeah, you can't style your yeah, own you hair. You just you just look like you <laughs> woke up. You you just look the that's same. That's the best. Way. Bedhead is best head. <laughs> that's true in both connotations I, t- I guess too if you want to go that way you know yuck well okay alright we're all adults here um, for welcome- all of the babies <laughs> listening I apologize <laughs> uh, so Real Human Bangs season 3 uh, we're back in China mm-hmm. as God intended but Alden yes I know we're back in China but what about that time we were away you mean the summer? What were you up to? What were you up to? Let's find out. Summer vacation with Jacob and Alton. So we have a summer vacation because we're teachers. Just to explain to some listeners who don't understand, you know, the breaks that teachers get. We get we like the students get two months off. Mm-hmm. Specifically, July and August. Uh, <laughs> so, going really in depth. So, 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 Wait, so, uh-huh. so uh, we had our summer break. I went home for about a week. Uh, my then home is Canada. My home is Canada. And then I got into an airplane and I flew through the air to the mystical land of Chicago, and then Rochester, where I saw my dear friend. Who is your dear friend? Mark Skirmerhorn. Oh, good one. <laughs> no, yes, I, I went. I went and visited. Truly better than me. Uh, I went and visited Jacob uh, in his hometown of Rochester mm-hmm. uh, for about two weeks. Got mm-hmm. to meet his family. It yeah. was a really good time. Yeah. Well, then let me let me quiz you. Uh, where Where is the best place to eat in Rochester? Oh shit! You're not gonna remember any. <laughs> okay, so I remember places that we ate, but I don't remember the names. <laughs> like we ate at the one that was on the road into Rochester where it's like a bar and we went with your mom and your and your brother and then we went uh to an Irish one which one you... like, oh the pub the yeah. pub the Irish place Shamrock Jacks Shamrock Jacks shout we out went... these are all sponsors of the show this week so you know when you go past the park which looks like Batman <laughs> you know like it's got the like nineteen thirties uh, Art Deco, Art Deco, and then you're going along that road. That's a it's a single lane, like it's a it's a d- double lane. And then there was a shop to the right. And then if you kept going on it, you'd go to um, Baldo's Armory, Armory or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> yeah. Th- that restaurant, that one we went Dogtown? there. Dogtown. Uh, no, not Dogtown. Not Dogtown. I like Dogtown a lot. I think that's my pick. Okay, but um, that, Jeremiah's maybe no, Jeremiah's. Jeremiah. Oh, there's Jeremiah's too, but I don't know. That, that's all on the same road. Yeah, anyway. Uh, I like Dogtown uh, for my pick of the restaurant. Dogtown cool. is where I got my first garbage plate. Yeah. Uh, it was really good. Yeah, garbage plates. Well, I mean, it sounds gross. I don't know. Like, it's just a Rochester thing. Like, mm-hmm. you can put a bunch of shit on a plate and be like, here, eat it. Um, it's a paper plate, yeah. and it has uh, mac- macaroni salad, plus, uh, like, hamburger bits. Home fries. Home fries. And usually hot, hot dogs. dogs. Slathered in ketchup and mayo. Ketchup and uh, mustard. mustard. Yeah. It's just a... That's why they call it a garbage plate, because there's so much stuff on it. But, it's so uh, good. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, it's pretty Got fun. to see uh, Genesee. Got to see... Oh, the, the Mighty Genesee. The Mighty yes. Genesee. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a wonderful tour with Jacob's father, who is an absolute delight, and his family doesn't treasure him enough. Well, <laughs> I really appreciate that when we hear that. <laughs> Uh, I have a lot of kinship, kindredship with <laughs> Jacob's father. I feel like he's 
in a similar position as I a am. Beleaguered, a beleaguered person beset on all sides yes. by people who don't understand his... Yeah. 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 He's just trying to do what's best, and people uh-huh. don't always respect or admire what he does. Even he's working yeah. tirelessly. Well, yeah. that's, he's that's, got a lot of information. You know what? I, I'll be nicer to him. But no. just him specifically, yeah. <laughs> not, not anybody else. Who's like him. Yeah, no one. No, fair enough. I actually really enjoyed Rochester. Uh, yeah. Each day we would, we were doing something different, so we visited a, a museum. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to our YouTube what? channel, where we can see a link to uh, a video <laughs> made about our visit to the Strong Museum of Play. Yeah. Um, which was fantastic. I think it's one of my favorite all-time top museums. Really? Yeah. Well, it, thanks to Margaret Strong, who's this this weird old eccentric rich lady who yeah. kept a bunch of dolls and said I want to make this as a collection and then the whole entire museum's like so, span out of all of it. Just to explain a little bit, I guess I should back up. It is a kids museum with toys in it that uh, that has a lot of grown adults went to. Yeah, we really liked it. It's got a little it's, shop. It's a really good, good it's a really it's really well put together. They they show they have like a video games hall and like the you know the knee jerk reaction would be like Video games are bad, but they actually are like quite tone appropriate. I think about it, they're like, yeah. well, it does show violence, but you know, there are studies that show benefits of video games and and the usage in. Well, modern. yeah, and I like, mean, the, the whole entire thing comes down to there is a elementary school that's attached to it. It's very experimental, and they yeah. do different stuff. But it's it all comes down a lot. If if you go, you can go there and just interact with the, mm-hmm. the exhibits, of course. Mm-hmm. But if you do the reading. And all this different stuff. There's a lot of educational pedagogy yeah. that goes into how they construct yeah. what they're talking about. So it's really have, well. It's really well they thought have, out. Yeah, they have exhibits on like uh, video games, like you're saying. They have ones on, on different uh, literacy and like uh, board games. Yeah, and like um, genres of, of, of books and like how people play. Yeah, Sesame Street recreation. One. Yeah, Sesame Street. That one's been around since I've. Been a kid. Um, like if I had a kid and lived in Rochester, so, I would totally take them yeah. there, like well, immediately. Uh, you're uh, the biggest fan of. Well, I don't know how I was trying to say that, but uh, my my dad always thought that that should be like the linchpin and like mm. just make it around that. Like put up a hotel that's close. Mm. Maybe put up a water park too. Yeah. So just make like, hey, you can come here for a weekend and spend yeah. it with your kids. And like, there's this hub of like stuff things to, to do. do with your family yeah. that are family friendly oriented and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I mean, your father's you know, a wise man. <laughs> I don't know. Tourism for Rochester usually doesn't work out too well, but uh, that's fine. I actually no. I really do like Rochester. I think it's. it's I think it's. A, I think it's an like unappreciated it, gem yeah. of America. But um, sorry, just to yeah. not go on too fast because I don't think we talked about the best pinball game ever yet. True. That's what I was hoping to get to. Okay, good. Uh, this was a little gem that I'm not sure who discovered. Uh, it was one of three of us. <laughs> I think it was, it was Mark. I think it was Mark. Because he saw the, he saw the it, graphic. The graphic. And it's it, a picture a, a pinball machine, like you would. <laughs> but at the center, a helmeted man wielding an axe. I think it's a sword. A sword remember. bestrode a motorcycle. Destroyed. <laughs> I, I found I found a uh, an advertisement for it. Uh, I don't think it's on here. I'll it's pretty amazing. It, I think you sent it to me. An ad, yeah, an yeah. ad for for the original like 1984 yeah. or whatever it was yeah. whenever it came out. I think it was later than that. Whatever. Yeah, but kick-ass soundtrack. Amazing soundtrack. Um, that's the whole reason to keep playing. Yeah. Other than that, it's a pretty normal, normal yeah. <laughs> pinball game. But I looked up some. I looked up some reviews of it. Uh, yeah. And it's it's pretty positive. Pretty yeah, positive kind of, reviews too. Mm-hmm. People were like, soundtrack is amazing. The pinball, like the mechanisms, classic. You know, are like yeah. among pinball enthusiasts. It's actually yeah. a pretty um, interesting game design because of certain elements, mm-hmm. and also fairly rare. It's not like mm-hmm. super rare, but it's not very common. Yeah. They're only made, I think, a thousand units, maybe less than. Oh, okay. So like, it's not like in widespread circulation, mm-hmm. uh, especially the Black Man Two Thousand, which was sort of a remake of an earlier one. Right. Um, um, but yeah, we spent 
like a lot of money an hour <laughs> on that. Uh, yeah. Just to finish up, Strong Museum of Play also had D and D stuff, which I really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Uh, we D&D also, really cool. uh, you know, saw a few of the malls in the area because that's sort of an, a thing. I got to taste test buffalo wings. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. That's true. Yeah, you got to see. Um, Niagara Falls for the first time. We went to Niagara Falls. Let's see the classic Canadian uh, experience. That's true. Which is, uh, yeah. Went boating on a Rondequite Bay. Yes, yes. A Um, boat. It's very cool. Drove to Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. I went to the art gallery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I've always really liked that one. It was a really good time, honestly. It was really... And uh, also... um, uh, Got a big turkey leg. Big turkey Oh, yes, of course. The How can I forget? The Sterling Renaissance Fair. <laughs> which, was, which was Sterling Silver yes. for its... For its for competition its. in and of itself. <laughs> it was great to see, because we drove out through upstate New York, which I don't know if people know what it's like. Instead of these, like... Uh, what I would call sort of flat rolling hills with um, sort of copses of trees that aren't super tall, um, and it, it, it reminds me about these tall trees. Hey, this you know, guy. This is where I grow up. Uh, I'm used to trees mm-hmm. towering over the car, not sort of being of equal height. Anyway, the point being is that it's a sort of rolling hills. It's, it's very farming size. and bucolic, and, and then sort of you emerge, and there's this huge field. And then tucked into the woods in the back yeah. are some structures built in various times and places. And strange people walking around in costumes. Some bored teenagers who can't even be bothered to do the accent. Others who are fully invested in their role. Yeah, um, I mean, I found that the younger people are actually the people who take yeah. the role-playing thing most yeah. seriously. Yeah. And the they're older of... folks are the ones who are kind of like... Eh, well, <laughs> yeah, the younger so. ones are going to be out-of-work actors, so they feel like they have to... Right, feel they have like to they... be, like, dramatic. <laughs> uh, and we yeah. saw some... Jacob has seen it all before because he's been there before many, many times. It's, it's bad, man. Yeah, it's bad. It's, it's kind can, of like a I Christmas tradition. Kind of repeat it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we saw uh, the. I mean, it's good. The dancing fair. What was his name? The rat catcher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck, I forgot his name. Or the rat catcher. Yeah, but he's just the rat catcher. The clown. Yep, yep. Daniel Duke of Danger. Daniel Duke of Danger. He's the old guy, and uh, they're, they're all the old guys. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, true. That's what all of their acts are about. So the thing that I love is. Um, it's kind of comfort food because yeah. yeah, they really don't change up their acts at all, yeah. and they do the same couple tricks, yeah. and it's all like very stupid, yeah. and it's all a build up to kind of like nothing. Yeah. Um, but that's a little bit of the charm. It's a lot of ch- it's um, a lot of prattle with the uh, audience. It's yeah, kind of yeah. Saucy. They, they do a lot of yeah. yeah. There's a lot of body humor. It's 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 um, a classic, just nice thing to see, and like these guys, especially the older guys, the rat catcher. Uh, the Duke of Danger, and of course Don Juan Miguel. Yeah. Don Juan Miguel are have been doing this for so long. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, for really so, like for they, th- they're all like thirty they're, plus year. Yeah, vet, they're all vets. like. <laughs> this has been my. You know what, folks? We really like to take this time out of the end just to tell you I really appreciate my time here. You know, I've been doing this for twenty seven years, years or whatever. You yeah. know, like and always there. It's um, like. <laughs> It's, you know, like you see a master who's like done the same thing over and over and over again for his whole Mm -hmm. life. There is no, like, okay, so here's the thing that I find very difficult when I'm watching plays or or any sort of theater and movies too. I get worried that Mm -hmm. somebody's going to flub their line or like something's awkward is going to happen and like mess up and I'm nervous. For the person. For the performers. And so, like, I want my performers to be confident. Um, and when they're, like, that old and been doing for so long, I can just sit and relax. I'm, I'm not, like, concerned. Well, like, yeah. They, I and if they, if they mess up, yeah, they're, it's like they're whatever, good enough that to, they, yeah. they know how to, you exactly. know, whatever. And they're going to laugh about it. You yeah. know, they're not going to, you know. Yeah. It's not going to be a huge thing. Exactly. Yeah. And that's I find that really difficult to watch theater. Mm-hmm. Um, just for those couple other reasons yeah. as well. So it was really nice to go there. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was a great time. And, uh, you know, in the future, possibly we might have a TV show, so... Yes. Keep tuned for that. Yes, that'll be we're writing up the spec script. Yeah, we're writing up the a, a treatment for the this show right now. So uh, yeah, just just keep in mind. We'll we'll keep you updated. We uh, just call it Sterling. Huh? We just call it Sterling. What the show? Yeah. Oh, maybe. I mean, maybe the name of the guy. Yeah, that, that's a good name for a for a rakish. Uh, yeah. 
And then, he, and then he doesn't land in like Sterling in the real world. He lands in just some like sort of. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, the world of Renaissance fairs is very small, and uh, so I don't know. I, it, no one else would know a reference to True. Sterling. Like, like no, like I know quite a few people there. Right yeah, it's it's gone down in years past. Actually, yeah, like yeah. It, was, it used to be Bustling. like a lot more. It used to be. Um, and yeah, and they they've they've fallen on hard uh, the hard times at the, yeah. at the Renaissance fairs. Yeah, it'll be a, it's, yeah, it's going to be gone anyways. one day. I got a mm-hmm. mug, which is really nice. That's true. That's true. Um, let's see what else. Yeah. Uh, went cool. out to the Trump lands to visit a garage scale. Oh yeah, yeah, big flea market. Big flea market. Have. Um, yeah, it's 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 weird. That is because because you go if you want to if you want to go to the south, go mm. north in New York. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, no, no, you have to you have to go you have to go um pretty much just outside of the city, and it's like literally like fifteen minutes like you see Confederate south, you know? flags and you yeah and and you <laughs> like see the don't tread on me stuff, and it it really is a weird thing that I don't understand. Um, because like Confederate flag at least you like, you know, you live in a place where. You literally were not part of the yeah. conflict. Like this, like you didn't even see. Or you're on the other side, side of it. Yeah. And right. like that just indicates like, I don't know. A profound racism? That would be my guess. That's, that's my signal. But um, yeah, I don't know. I was talking to my dad. You know the don't tread on me mm-hmm. flag? Yeah, I was talking to my dad and he was, he was like, oh, I never knew that was like a thing. But like for, for Mark and I, we were both saying like, no, that's... That's like a, yeah. a guns rights, yeah. you know, like weirdo, like nut yeah. job. Usually. I mean, like, it's sad though because it that, used to be so. just a flag of like, fuck off, we're America. Yeah, I mean, you Benjamin know. Franklin. Yeah, Benny Franks. Cool, uh, cool design there. I um, do love too. Uh, this is like a little story of the flea market I like to tell though. Is the neutral evil flag merchant. So there was a yeah. M- well, that was kind of funny. Yeah, there's this man who's selling flags, and we bought some flags off of him, and he has the end cap. Like, don't tread on me. He has the Trump. He has all the stuff. But then, like, right next to it, it's, like, legalize weed. And, like, yeah. the leftist stuff as well, too. He has, he has like, both sides. He doesn't care. He, like, he's, he's just he's like, both ones. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, weird, the weirdest guy is the one who's got the Trump flag, yeah. but also is selling vape pens and yes. stuff. Yeah. Um, and like, well, it's, like, libertarianism, uh, right? They're, yeah. like, weirdly into weed, but also Trump. Or, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. rightist sure. values, sure. I guess. Not Trump. but so. Yeah, you can usually find... Weird stuff there though sometimes. The intersection. Um, it it, it kind of it reminds me sometimes of going to the one that we have down here. Yeah. In in China, yeah. but uh, I feel like I feel like the times that they have random like shit. Yeah, is less than Wait, less, like yeah. like because like here it's kind of like if you want to get a dies. pot or something. Yeah. <laughs> I I really don't know when they get it, but it's it's just like random people's crap, which is. I suppose mm-hmm. creepy when you think about it that way. Um, like you're buying this dead person's stuff. Stuff. Would you buy my dead Dude. stuff? I wouldn't be gifted it. Wow. No, I'd gift you something. <laughs> you're not gonna say what though. <laughs> Just leave it. Well, the other thing um, I want to mention about Rochester though is yeah. that Jacob has a brother. <laughs> His name is Mark. Uh, he's he's very cool. And he, uh, he showed us two things, which I'm very... Three things, actually, that I'm very happy that we saw. Okay. One, uh, then they were 11. They were 11. They were 11. From every planet in the Alliance, only 700 of you have made it this far. Congratulations. You will be divided into teams of 10, chosen at random, and you will pass or fail as a team. Good luck. We count 11. Maybe they assigned 11 to our team without telling us. Should you encounter difficulties you cannot overcome, your tests will be terminated and assistance will be dispatched. You are being tested as a team. This means if one of you fails, all of you they fail. They were 11, which is this obscure anime, which was a bit predictable, but overall... Well, I had a good setup, and yeah. at the end was kind of like, oh... Basically, there's supposed, supposed, to be, 10, there's supposed to be 10 people who go on this mission, and then all of a sudden they discover that there's 11 it's people It's like a final mission. exam for a yeah. weird space school yeah uh and it's just a really inventive like world Universe, and stuff yeah. and yeah it was it's it's the mystery is kind of yeah kind of cool because it's like who's the 11th man is they're all like we don't know each other and it's, yeah. it's very much like hitchcock kind of like set up the second one was um fuck what was the name of that board game is this like a video game sort of but it uses the most powerful information processor in the world your brain 
Cool, so how do we play? Do we have to read a bunch of rules? Not this time. This time I'm the Dragon Master and you are the adventurers. Is it okay if I watch until I get the hang of it? You don't need the hang of anything. Imagination is all you need. Close your eyes. Open your mind, and I'll transport you to another realm. Can I play the warrior? You're on. Well, now what do I do? As a warrior, your job is to be on the front line. You aren't afraid of anything. Well, do I use any magic? No. You think magic is for wimps. Warriors have a motto. You're on. I don't remember. So it's this ad slash tutorial video for like an what RPG board was. game. Yeah. And it's a guy in a turtleneck telling you the rules in this very like stentorian. And then he's like got so this. It's like very, a, so there's a there's a there's a board game that you yes. buy. And then you can also watch this video before you start playing to kind of give you a little bit of an idea of how the game and is played. And it's also with like actors in yeah, bad but there's green screen. Yeah, there's also a story going on. <laughs> yeah. So there's actors in bad green screen, as you say. So there's the dungeon master. And yeah. he's, he's got a really great cool. fashion sense. Yeah, <laughs> just like a long hair. Yeah. Like, is he's it, got it's like, so he looks like an architect. Yeah. And he's got like a black turtleneck turtle and a black background. <laughs> and a back background. So he's there and he's pretty much... Uh, he's being like... You and think magic is for wimps. You think magic is for wimps. Yeah. That's yeah. the fighter. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, it's yeah. just good, campy, 80s weirdness. Yeah, so, um, we'll definitely, post worth, definitely worth checking out. And uh, the last one uh, was the Dover Boys. Pimento University. Pimento U. Good old P.U. Pimento U, oh sweet P.U. Thy fragrant odor scents the air. A pox on Yale, poo poo Purdue. He meant for you, my college fair. Out and away, the most popular fellows at old PU are the three Dover boys Tom, the fun loving member of the trio. Dick, a serious lad of 18 summers, plus a winter in Florida, as related to the Dover Boys in the Everglades, and Larry, the youngest of the three jerks, uh, uh, brothers. A gay outing at the park has been planned by the merry trio, and they're off to fetch their fiancée, dainty Dora Standpipe, at Miss Cheddar's female academy close by. With their usual punctuality, the boys arrive at the pointed hour of three. Oh, oh, man. That was going to be a pick of the week, but I guess I'll have to think of a new one. But we can... No, I'm just kidding. Place that. No, I'm just <laughs> but, no, but the Dover Boys. The oh. Dover Boys was a, yeah. an early uh, Warner Brothers cartoon. Yeah. Uh, one of the early works of the legendary producer, I can't think of his name right now. Chuck Jones. Chuck Jones. And along with um, the voice work of... Um, uh, Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc. Okay. Do it. An early work by the legendary producer Chuck Jones, and then with the voice acting talent of Mel Blanc, who also did Bugs Bunny and, and everybody, and literally much. every yeah. character. Anyway, uh, it's like 1941 or 43. I want to say that this came out. I don't remember. And it is bizarre. It is the straight. It's, really it, it's really good. It's really. It's funny. got a great little storyline. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. It's been parodied a bunch. A lot of people like it already, yeah. mainly for the villain. Um, who is this green-skinned, sort of slimy, snake oil salesman, carsman, pencil-thin mustache man. Hark. Yeah. Um, Hark. The Dover boy. And it just has this wonderful animation style, which is very fluid and sort of goopy. There's also a historical dab in it. Yeah, there's a dab. So yeah, uh, 1942. That's the first uh, first dab that we've ever seen. Yeah, guys. the first dab. So blame it on blame if you don't like dabbing. Blame it on Chuck Jones and, and specific and huh? specifically the woman who I can't remember the name of off the top. Dora of Stanpipe. Dora Stanpipe. Oh, I love her. Father's oh, money. money. It's great. It's this like, and uh, I also was reading the Wikipedia article. Chuck Jones is on record of saying is this is the first work that he actually found funny. This is the first thing that he was like, no, this is actually like humorous, and I enjoy this. It's 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 something that he mm -hmm. laughed at, yeah. which is great. That's like a, a, you know, what more sort of if it could make him laugh, exactly, it should be able to make anyone laugh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I had a really good time in Rochester overall. Um, I know we spent a lot of time on that. Uh, how was your summer, Jacob? Well, that's all. I, oh, that's okay. all that mattered to me. Oh, okay. The rest of my summer, I just sat and just stared at the wall.
Yeah. Mm-hmm. He only comes alive when I'm in the room. Just like a video game. Yeah. He's just waiting. You ever worry about that? That we're NPCs and somebody else is the player character? You've asked this before. I know. But like, <laughs> but you, you still... It still worries me. Look, I'm still worried about it. <laughs> are, are you happy? I think I am. Well, then it shouldn't matter. Yeah, End of Inception, <laughs> baby. Come on. That's Didn't true. you get that? Whoa, spoilers, all right? <laughs> you, wait, you still haven't seen it? No, I have. Man, we got to watch Inception. <laughs> next on the podcast. All right, next on the podcast, Inception. We're going to do The Inception. worst uh, Oscar snub ever for Leonardo DiCaprio. Back once again, here we are with another episode. It's taken a really long time to get out, um, which is just kind of because of my laziness. We have some other stuff coming up soon, though, so just hang tight. But we're happy to be back. Back for one more year in China. Uh, who knows where it'll take us. It took me in this direction for the interlude music. Uh, this is a Chinese song called The Emperor Sun Quan. It's uh, sung by a Vocaloid, one of those robots that you can uh, set to sing things. I think the most famous is Miku. Uh, she's the Japanese one. Um, this is a Chinese version. When I was asking my students about it, one of my kids was very excited. This is one of his favorite artists. It's about the emperor Sun Quan, who was really only emperor for a little bit. He was part of the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. And I don't really understand exactly what the song is about, but they talk a little bit about his accomplishments. And they keep on mentioning this part about him cutting off the corner of a desk? I don't know. I don't get that part. Regardless, um, coming up next is going to be our next installment of Playlist of Our Lives. So, yeah. All right, coming up next, everybody, it's Playlist of Our Lives. Um, This is a segment where Jacob and I uh, go through the dates of our lives in chronological order and listen to the uh, Billboard Top 1 song, according to American billboards, just for our UK listeners out there, uh, or Europe listeners, or African, South American, wherever you may be, uh, we use the American uh, billboard system. And we usually choose our birthdays, I believe, or is it just the year? I can't it's remember. Birthdays. It's the birthdays. So, Bill- Billboard. I always want to say Billboard. Billboard. But Bill- Billboard. See, okay, so this is the weird thing. This is a side probably yeah. cut out. But, no, we'll keep it in. Um, there's a Bill- Billabong is yep. a surf company. Yep. And Billboard is the music like chart-topping thing. Right. So, for some reason, in my mind, I get those confused. What if so Billabong released billboard. a surfboard and they called it a Billboard? Damn. 
Maybe that's why I was confused. Yeah. Because I always thought that the billboard was whatever. Yeah. Um, in any case, whether or not it's billboard or billabong or whatever. Yeah. Billabong, too. What's up with that? It's a billabong. Like token? Um, anyways. Uh, yeah, they release their... Or they, they do it by um, weeks. Yes. By, by, like, months. Yeah. So um, we're just going through and... Uh, Seeing what was popular on your birthday, because I saw on random Twitter user, thank you very much, I forgot who it was, but thank you. Shout out to random Twitter user. Uh, that the meaning of your life is the top one song when you were 14. Um, so, we're I getting that that would be a funny, um, that's it's kind of a all, funny segment. Yeah, yeah, all the songs know. we've had uh, have been about love and like... Uh-huh. Well, and that's the thing, that's the thing that's also... Except for... Um, Sir Mix a lot. Well, I mean, that's about love. He does love butts. Yeah. So, look, I mean, but is but, it I like or I love? I like. He says I he like. He says I like, but I think that's he's still talking about his love for the curvaceous woman. Um, I mean, I, a man. I I think that this with is few words, but a powerful message. I, I think that this is going to be interesting because it really does. Um, to borrow a word from Alden that he likes to use when he to, to feel intelligent. This is like examining the gestalt. Yes, I love the word. Pop culture. The gestalt. Uh, it's such uh, a good word. It's better than zeitgeist. Zeitgeist can go fuck itself. Gestalt is where it's at. It's 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 interesting to see because this this really says this was popular in the nineties. This was popular in the two thousands. This is where we were as a culture, and just to see the evolution of that. Uh, I don't know. I think it's fascinating. This is a, one way to do it. Anyways, all right. Well, uh, last time we ended off with the year 1993. Good year. Um, I just celebrated a birthday, so it also seems appropriate to do. He is um, now older now. and wiser, and more handsome, ladies. You can reach him at five 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 B. Wait, hold on, eight o o eight. I don't know what joke you're making. But, uh, Boob, you know, like oh. eight o o eight. Come on, man. The calculator humor here. Keep up. People say numbers, they just... Yeah, I know. That's in me. Um, we, so, so um, we are moving on uh-huh. today to 1994. Nice. As one... As, one, as one, one would, chronologically. Uh, and so, Alden, yeah. your, uh, your birthday is on... Um, August 5th. August 5th. 1990. 1990. I'd be four years old. So you'd be four years old. And the top one thing at the time is I Swear by All for One. Really? Yeah. I see the questions in your eyes. I know what's weighing on your mind. You can be sure I know my Cause I stand beside you through the years You'll only cry those happy tears And though I make mistakes I'll never break your heart And I swear by the moon and the stars and the stars I'll be there, I swear, like the shadow that's by your side. Very similar to the 90, the, like, the songs that we had when we were born. Like, sort of, like, power love ballads. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm a little disappointed in that song, to be honest, because I really like the harmonies. And I swear... By the moon. That's almost got like a Beach Boys vibe going on with the mm-hmm. harmonies. It's like a cool little section. Why are you disappointed then? Because then we get into the sort of single solo singer and it's just more the <laughs> thing which I dislike. Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of pretty boring. Well, uh, some background on it. It's by All For One, who yeah. are four guys. Uh, <laughs> R&B singers, yeah. uh, as probably know. Um, but it's a cover of a John Michael Montgomery song. Who's he's a um, country singer. Yeah. Interestingly enough. Uh, and I swear by the moon and the sun and the stars. <laughs> uh, I swear. Interestingly enough, like uh, a shadow by your side. 
Interestingly enough, on uh, 2016, uh, All For One and him recorded a, a thing about them together. Wow. Yeah. Um, but 2016, that's like... <laughs> Desperately trying to be relevant, both of them. Uh, I mean, they have, again, they kind of, you know, they were around in the 90s, so... They, the I swear won a, a Grammy. Uh, really? Was it a movie? Grammy Award uh, for Best Pop Performance in 1995. Was so, it in a movie or anything like that? Um, probably. Oh, no, 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 okay. no, it was not. But they did sing in uh, <laughs> the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, good. They were they were in that movie. Oh, good. <laughs> Which is uh, it's covered covered yeah covered in that movie. Sorry, Wonderful. they didn't actually sing in that movie. They just yeah. So, anyways, um, so kind of disappointing to you, huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, for me, my part. Uh, it's the same song. <laughs> and some of them, some of them, they do like like the the weeks do run into each other, so it is entirely possible. But unfortunately, this one, uh, this year, they did not, and I have a different song than you. And the song that I have is "I'll Make Love to You" by Boys to Men. Oh. R&B, year of R&B, I guess. Um, although, I, I will say, honestly, a lot of these guys that we've said before and we've um, said now show up multiple times on these yeah. charts. Um, they're very popular. But, yeah, I was just thinking that, you know, the R&B genre is probably the easiest to parody Yeah. because it's pretty simple. Yeah. Um, you know, the orchestration and the music is yeah. pretty, like, there's, Basic, there's like, yeah. a, there's, like, a... There's like a very Slow simple beat, like yeah. beat in the background, and it's like, like, like those chimes or yeah. not chimes, but like the wind. What like, what are they called? I know what you're talking Man, about. Man, I, I totally it's, forgot what it was. Xylophones. Yeah. Steel drums. Um, marimbas. <laughs> yeah, all those things. Yeah, all those in the classic R and B. But yeah, because like you know, SNL can put up like you know, Dick in a Box is pretty much just that, an R and B song. And when you got JT like, on your side, I mean, yeah. it's easy enough to parody. Cause right. Exactly. Because you know, do it. So. Yeah, I guess that's my prejudice about R&B songs on... You um, hate black people. <laughs> moving on, not denying that. But, uh, anyway, sorry. I wanted to also... I'm just kidding. <laughs> For the record. Uh, some of the other ones that um, uh, stayed on here, that were on 1994, mm-hmm. that we just lit, missed, uh, the one that I wanted to point out is that All for Love oh, by okay. Brian Adams. Oh, great. I, there, I don't so. like Brian Adams. Yeah, I know. That is one. Okay. Uh, some other people, Celine Dion, Power of Love. <coughs> Lots Mariah, of love. Mariah Carey shows up again. Yeah. Uh, Ace of Bass, R. Kelly. Moist um, of Men shows up uh, two separate times. So wow. they are a high earner. High yeah. earner one. They yeah. were making bank back in the day. So, so ni- 90s, you know? That's, that's what we were at. Power of Love. So, um, cool. So 1995. Yeah. Um, Make me guess this one. Yeah, yeah, I, I forgot to last time, so sorry. It's okay. Um, I would have known it. So, mm-hmm. do you want to you want to give it a guess? Yeah. What do you What do you think? Uh, I think this will be another love thing. Or oh, is it the rise of the alt rock? Shit. In 1995. Okay, so like, look, indie started out in '95. We had Radiohead in '97 and '98 coming out. And then, yeah, so we're just shy of it. It's going to be like 97 on that we're going to see. Little, I think we've talked about it, but uh, um, The Killers, 
What's that song? Mr. Brightside? Yeah. Has been routinely on the top of the British billboards for the last... It's great. Like, every every year, it it climbs to the top. It just, like, refuses to leave. Yeah. Since when it was released. It's a fun song. It's a good song, yeah. Just fine. I think it's going to be another lovey thing. I think it's going to be Mariah Carey again. Thanks, Mariah Carey. Well, it's not a bad bad guess, considering that Mariah Carey is like, honestly, she's MVP of like yeah. all these top songs. Like, yeah. she is constantly on. She's crushing it. But um, no, uh, actually, uh, it is not Mariah Carey. It is TLC. Tender loving care. Uh, with waterfalls. Oh. kind of like funky. It's got some weird stuff going on. I could see getting like, yeah, like vaporwaved a... quite easily. Well, it's got it's got like nice horns. Too. Yeah, it's got very little horn yeah. stabs. It's good got rhythm. That, um, yeah. Good story. So yeah, there's a story to it. Um, yeah. Do you want to hear some background? Sure. So um, it's by TLC, who is a group of three mm-hmm. girls, women. Um, Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Nice. Marquise... Etheridge and organized noise, um, and uh, their artwork. I really kind of like it. Look at that. Oh, that's it's dope. Like, it's like some weird cartoony stuff. Yeah, it's almost um, sort of like it looks like a little brats. Yeah, um, like like the brats um, action figures. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it's got more of a Sam Keith vibe. It's really good. It's really good. It's kind of cool. Um, so so anyways, the the song itself was. Um, very, it's it's got a interesting um, background to it because it uh, talks about drug use and yeah. also is the first mainstream song to reference AIDS epidemic. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, mainly with the illegal drug tra- trade, although they do also talk about um, apparently there's a guy who doesn't wear a condom um, with his girlfriend, but there's it's that's it's really intriguing like yeah, the fact stuff. that it's like doing that and not something that i would have expected with that bat beaker or whatever yeah. and that like don't go chasing waterfalls um yeah it's that's, that's cool. interesting huh i'm i'm into it um uh 2013 uh tlc performed at the 2013 music american music awards with guests little mama who prefer performed left eyes rap in tribute to her so nice. Um, that was kind of the last time it was really big in that. It was also in the uh, song. The song was in featured in Word the Millers. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen that yeah. movie. Um, I know of it. Yeah. Uh, Jason yeah. Sudeikis, uh, yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston movie. Yeah. Yeah. Not great, but uh, you know, it's in that. Um, but yeah, all right. So so a like from all. I'm a fan. A like from I'm all. Definitely them. a fan of that. All right. Cool. Uh, any predictions for? Uh, the next one? Uh, similar vein, but shittier. <laughs> similar vein, but shittier. Okay. Um, so, like, R&B again, you're doing? Yeah. yeah. Well. Am I wrong? <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to... I think it's famous enough that I'm not even going to nice. tell just you. I'm just going to play it. play it to you. But this is, this is the, what was in 1995 when I was two. This is what was at the top of the list. Oh, nice. <laughs> what a change. Like, from mine to waterfalls to this. <laughs> yep, yep. So. You want to tell me what this is all about? 
As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Me be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of. You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking. Or you and your homies might be lying in chalk. I really hate the trip, but I gotta lope. As they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke, fool. I'm the kind of G the little homies wanna be like on my knees in the night, saying prayers in the street light. I really like the fact, because I was just thinking about it, it's very, um, Coolio goes through kind of and tells, basically the thing is he's talking about like his experiences mm-hmm. living in, uh, you know, a poor neighborhood, black neighborhood, mm-hmm. and um, he, this, I'm just reading about it right here, and it points out the fact that he, he, he approaches it in a biblical fashion, you know, yeah. he, he starts off the song by saying, as I walk through the shadow, the valley of the shadow of death, yeah. um, the chorus has these yeah, vocal, like this, yeah, it's, like, like, it's like, oh, like a choir, the choir, and, and like even even the even the strings, yeah. like dun dun dun. It's it feels kind of like choir like, dramatic. Know? Yeah, so yeah. very much so. So it does a good job about it. Um, it's also this is one of the um, this is actually like like for the time you could consider this pretty much a thinking man's uh, yes rap song yes. in a lot of ways. Um, that also made it big because what he's talking about is he's talking about like um the the um the cyclical nature of yeah. of violence and yeah. um power and money and all these yeah. things. Little um, homies on his feet wanting to learn from him. Yeah. Right. And so so he's 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 he pretty much and, and like the song is pretty depressing because he yeah. decides at the end he's like it's never gonna change. Yeah. Um but, like, you compare it to other things that were popular at the time, and I'm not saying that people weren't also saying these messages, yeah. but they weren't popular. Yeah. Like, this one made it to uh, the chop charts in one, two, three, four, five, a lot of countries. Yeah. Um, in Australia, it was only broken by uh, Shape of You. <laughs> it yeah. stayed on the top for the, the longest time. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I don't know. That's It's interesting it's cool. um, for that. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't like that. Uh, so some of the other other ones on 1995, Boys to Men also makes an appearance. Yep. TLC also comes in again early in the year with a nice. song called Creep, which I've never uh, maybe Radiohead covered them. Heard about it, but yeah, I was trying to read up a little bit, and I don't think it's a radio. I don't think it's connected to Radiohead necessarily, <laughs> but it's uh, it's it's more like from a female perspective about guys. Which is, um, you know, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Madonna shows nice, up nice. Uh, even after all this time. Brian yeah. Adams again. Brian Adams going strong. Uh, Seal shows up with Kiss for a Rose oh. for one week, um, which is, is cool, and that's why I was had it stuck in my head beforehand. Yeah. Michael Jackson also shows up for a week. Mariah Carey, of course, has to be on there at one point. And, and to close out the year... Mariah Carey and Boyz II Men are featured both Ooh. on a song together. That Powerful. Makes it to the top one. Powerful. So Mariah Carey, superstar when it comes to making these things. Yeah, she's um, just got it locked. It yeah, in the early nineties. It's it's interesting because um, really what we have here, you know, this whole into these two years, we have pretty much like R and B songs. Yeah. And um, I don't know what else makes it out of there. Brian Adams, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and some white women, but for the most part, like the <laughs> what's cool is mm-hmm. run by the the political the the minority, you know. Yeah. Um, they're like, which is interesting. I think I've heard that said before. Like the the cultural minority, the cultural majority. Or what's, is run it's, by the population minority. Yeah, or is like that's 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 where the most interesting, most artistic stuff comes well, from. Well, Shizak, I think we um, referenced this many times before, but the idea of the cultural vampire, right. where like the dominant, powerful elite will descend on the lower classes to feed off their yeah. life energy. Yeah, in and, whatever way. You and want to I call don't it. mean I don't mean to 
make it so glib as saying like, oh, black people are, you know, like the, Still the only ones who, well, <laughs> like, like the only ones who, who did this and they have no value of themselves other than like white people like stealing their stuff from them. Right. I don't mean to say that, but I'm just like, billboard has to be, you know, like in the U.S. that's a white it's thing, a white right? Thing, yeah. That's like a chart thing. And that just to see that they can make it big when it comes to those types of things. Yeah. I don't know. Just interesting. Um, I am dreading for when we get to the 2000s and we get the new metal uh, stuff. Crawling in my skin. Although, I don't know if those things ever made it to the top. So, I don't know. I'm intrigued. I think this is is an interesting way of doing this. Anyways, um, when we come back. Picks of the week. Today I miss my workout, but it worked out. Now I'm missing work now, but it worked out. Had to buy a crib for up on my first house. Had my first kid, I love how she turned out. I love how she turned up, even if I'm burnt out. I'ma have so many seeds, I could have a bird house. Some love on a mama, I hope it worked out. I hope it worked out. Luckily, my ex ugly. I don't eat, so she can't get no lunch with me. I don't reach, so she can't get in touch with me. Can't be buds with me, don't know what to be. She gon' cuss at me. Told her give it a rest, so I keep custody. Keep it all side eyes inside hugs with me. I know that my girls. Another playlist of our lives in the books. Working our way through the 90s. You know, I heard people say before, like, uh, uh, 90s rap is really cool. Um, I never really got it. I think I get it a little bit more now. I get the appeal. I've also been watching this TV show, Fresh Off the Boat. It's all about Chinese immigration, and the character in it is based off a real character who was coming up in 90s hip-hop era. And I, I don't know, I think I get it more now. I understand the appeal. Yeah, so the music for this part is Chance, the rapper. Some of his new stuff came out. He dropped four singles. This one's called Workout, and probably my favorite of the four. It's just kind of relaxing. Just saying everything will work out, I think. I don't know. I don't listen that closely to lyrics sometimes. So I hope everything works out for you, too, in your lives. And uh, I hope you stay with us for our Picks of the Week. That shit might hurt now, but I'm with her now. Don't need closure now, just keep the shirt now. Sorry you were led to believe, bunch of different stories that was never to be. No, you isn't ugly, I just said it to be. Funny, we both know that you look better than me. Sorry I started running when you ran into me. I'm just trying to be the kind of man I'ma be. And I'm getting better, gotta hand it to me. See, no, how it work out when you hand it to G. I miss my workout, but it worked out. Now I'm missing work now, but it worked out. Had to buy a crib for up on my first house. Had my first kid, I love how she turned out. I love how she turned out, even if I'm burnt out. I'ma have so many seeds, I can have a burnt house. I'ma love on it, mama, I hope it worked out. Like dick pics of the week, am I right? Oh boy, that's cool. Always get consent before you send a dick pic. <laughs> and ladies, always get consent before you send a nude. You know, street goes both ways. Not saying it happens often in that case, but just gotta put it out there. You know. Mm-hmm. Ladies, don't send dick pics unconsented. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, do you, like, who do you want to How do you do want to start? Go first, do you wanna... I'm going to go first. If you you want to go first? Yeah. I'll you want to give us your pick, pick of so the my, week? So, my pick Please, of the week. Please, not a dick pick. No. My pick of the week. That's on the secret site. My pick of the week oh. is uh, the need for speed. Specifically, <laughs> my uh, fetish love of driving. Uh, I really like You're driving. Fetish. It's like a fetish. It's like a deep love for this it's, it's something okay, so not beyond. in a sexual way no no no, no not in I a hope. sexual way no. <laughs> no you did enter into the cockpit last night Chris so
One, I bought a little electric scooter. It doesn't go fast, but it's an electric scooter, and I get to drive around on it. And it reminded me, I'm like, oh, I really like, I like driving a machine. I like having that uh, part in my life. Uh, so I really am I'm enjoying that. Um, it's just a little cheap thing, but again, mm -hmm. it gives me a lot of pleasure. It's charging right now. And uh, the second thing is, for Jacob's birthday, we went out, and uh, after dinner, we were near an amusement park, and there were go-karts there. So the people who were remaining there was four of us, uh, two real human beings, and other human beings too. Um, guests of the Bing, Bing searches, uh, came along with us, fuller and smart, and uh, we went go karting. We spent way too much money. Yeah, we we, we rode around four, four times, times, which is four hundred kwai for apiece. eight eight laps, uh, four hundred kwai, four times. Four no, times. we did it three times. We did three times. We did three times. Yeah. So three times. <laughs> Eight laps, which is uh, I can't do math, but uh, you know, that's you twenty-four laps. You get it. Um, so there's these little go karts, and you're not going fast, but you're clo low to the ground, and and it feels fast. Mm. And I right away, I was just I was having the fucking time of my life. I was laughing pretty, pretty much fun. the entire time. Uh, it's really fun because you can like break really late into the turn. You can spin. The wheels are like connected to the road. It's an immediate response. Me and Jacob were jostling for position several times. Mm -hmm. um, I'm happy to say I outmaneuvered him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of spun out, uh, yeah. taking taken one part, and yeah. yeah, lost some time there. Yeah. But I, I was I was starting to like kind of like, oh, this is how it works. Yeah. At the very beginning, when we started off our race, I drove smart and all that into yes. the wall because I, I was like, oh, Fuller's an old man. He's going to mess yeah. up at some point. So well, if I can take two people out, now yeah. I can just have yeah. one person to... Yeah. Jacob uh, plays dirty did. games. He plays really dirty. I do. Um... So, it was a lot of fun, and I want to go back there again. I want to bring my uh, headphones, and I, or my, my earbuds, and I want to blast music and just rip around as, as much as I can on a day. I would legitimately go back and spend however yeah. reply and just spend, like, do, do uh, 40 laps. Yeah. And I, then head back and be yeah. happy. Um, that's cool. Uh, I would say that that's not the only vehicle... True. Things that a, we got into, too, though. We, so I think you should mention that as this, well. is, this is a great little story. Uh, there's a bar out near an aquarium called Hopscotch, and underneath there is bumper cars. And uh, we've been there before, and it's been open late before, and with quite a few people. And we go there, and it's it's quiet. It's dark. Yeah, it looks, it, it looks looks like deserted. it's all... Yeah, yeah, like we look, we no, thought it was shut down or something, yeah. so we walk up, and then we realize there's this little booth there's inside. There's a dude inside. In, there's a dude inside. Spark goes, there's a dude here. So we knock in the window. He sort of like blearily walks up, and we say, "Hey, could we use the bumper cars?" And he sort of looks at us. He goes, "Sure, sure why not? Why not? So fuck it." So we give him thirty quai. Well, I mean, he, his, yeah. his light was on. Like, yeah. what is he? But yeah. he's there, like, and like he literally has himself. to. He literally has to turn on a switch. Like, it's the easiest thing in the world for him to do. Like, and so and like, so it was three of us. Yeah. smart Alden and I, and we just. We played a three three man yeah. bumper cars yeah. and it was so cool because yeah. you can actually go fast and yeah. build up speed yeah. and stuff. It was so weird too, yeah. though. Yeah, I don't know. And then uh, at one point, me and Jacob teamed up on Smart, and it was just uh, great. You guys smarted on me. Oh, that was right. Uh, That's right. And we were pincering <laughs> you each time. That's yeah. right. That was great. <laughs> but good anyways. times. I look. I had a few drinks in me. It was hard to probably keep track of the night. That's yeah. my pick of the week: going cool. fast, driving, and having fun. That's good. I'm I'm happy that you that you're able to have that. That you uh, are happy with your um, with your scooter. I am very happy. That's yeah, good. Jacob. Uh, so my pick of the week. It's a little bit of a cheat because I'm picking one guy, but technically I'm going to talk about like three things. All right. So, yeah. but he's connected to all of them. It's the Japanese anime director Masaki. USA. Okay. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. Mm -hmm. But he's the guy who created, among other things, uh, Devilman Crybaby, the newest yeah. Netflix thing. Mm -hmm. um, 
he worked on Space Dandy for a couple episodes. He worked on Adventure Time for a couple episodes. But the things that he's most known for is probably Tatami Galaxy. Yeah. And Ping Pong the Animation. Those should, are the ones that I, I want to talk about. And most recently, he came out with a movie that I got to watch with my brother when I was home called uh, The Night is Short, Walk On Girl. And I would totally suggest it if you are if it is in your area at all. Definitely look it up. Uh, Fathom Events. Um, I think it was a two-night only thing, so maybe it's actually too late already. But it was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know who he is, he's a Japanese director... Of animation, and his, all of his animation animes are um, really unique and different, and um, just refreshing to see. Very creative. Um, Tatami Galaxy is uh, brilliant, a, an amazing thing, yeah. all about um, trying to you know make the best of your college life. Um, the night is so if you if you watch that that one, it's um, it all takes place in Kyoto, and there's um, kind of like playful spirits and people playing tricks on each other and it's very like fairy tale esque in a in a way. Mm-hmm. Um the knights keep on repeating over and over again, kind of ground. Joins different too. clubs each. Um but so so that if if you've seen that one, then the Night is Short Walk On Girl is um set in kind of the same universe because mm-hmm. it takes place and it's it's based on a book that I did not know about, but during the movie they actually had a little bit at the end. But some of the characters from Tatami Galaxy show up again in this movie, and it's just really good. Um, the animation is so fluid and just unique. Um, I really love it. But I think my personal favorite, I'd have to suggest, is um, Ping Pong the Animation, because, oh my god, it's just, it's really good. Um, it's a sports uh, anime. It's all about people playing ping pong. Uh, but uh, it doesn't turn out like I thought it did. And it that's the reason why it's worth watching because it seems... It's a lot deeper than it seems at first. And there's a lot more that happens in it. And it takes some um, twists that yeah. I really liked. Um, and uh, without a doubt, the soundtrack is one of the best... Uh, reasons to, to listen to too um mm-hmm. in it you can hear like little ping pong balls going off they use them in the soundtrack um dragon uh is who's kind of the villain that's his theme mm-hmm. it's like one of the best villain themes out there um it's just really good when you when you uh hear um the the penultimate uh episode the the main theme for that is like really great so anyways ping pong the animation that's my pick of the week mm-hmm. go that watch it good. if you haven't already sounds good it's like so so like this is one Baby, I haven't actually really mm. watched that much of, but they have like rap sections in that yeah. that are really good too. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, he's always I've, doing something inventive with yeah. thing. They, yeah, and Tatami Galaxy and 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 Night is Short also yeah. have great music too. So that's the one thing that you can. It's, always a, be it's I think it's one of so, those things yeah. where like when you, wa- I mean, I've seen Tatami Galaxy, so I I know of the animation style and things like mm. that. It's always refreshing when you watch something mm-hmm. and it gives you a bit of like hope in the creative limitlessness yeah. of humanity. And like the the sheer joy that can come from watching a, a work of yeah art. I will say um, one thing about ping pong is uh, compared to tatami, it looks a lot different, yeah. and some might say a lot sloppier. But personally, I kind of love that yeah. it has this weird um, weird kind of blocky element to yeah. it at times. And I don't like some people might say, oh, they're being lazy. They're they're mm. not. Putting but it's as much effort into it, but no, I think it's actually really on a design choice. That, yeah, that it's there. So yeah, um, yeah, really, really good. Yeah. Um, anyways, all right, folks, thanks for joining us once again. Uh, next time, we'll discuss the merits of uh, Trump's recent policy changes to tax reform, uh, 
and why are you I don't know being all serious again I don't know I thought it was like you don't know how to end up I don't know how to end things I don't know how to begin things that's true actually in life I, I'm I, just gonna end it like you're just, you're just gonna be talking <laughs> yeah, I'm, just gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna cut off <laughs> like legitimately though, that's like a fault of mine I don't know how to end things I find it really difficult to end stuff both personally emotionally with my work with what I do it's often I don't like to start because I'm worried about how will I end or will I be happy with the final product mm-hmm. you know so it can be paralyzing at times <laughs> but you'll just cut through a piece of bread with some scissors look right it worked ta-da I'll clean that up alright bye everyone bye Idea, I had this idea that I wanted to, like, ideally for my burial, mm-hmm. what it would be is I just get wrapped in a shroud and chucked in the ground without a coffin. I think they, they have a word for that. Yeah. Um, or like a cardboard box. What's it called? Just be like, uh, yeah. put me in there. It's called something. But yeah, no, they, they do that. Yeah. But then that. I would, I would, I would cut off, I would get the, I'd ask in my will that each, they cut off my fingers. And then I'd preserve the fingers and, and uh, give one to each of my <laughs> Just because I know that would fucking weird you out and you'd be really grossed out. <laughs> or like my eye. <laughs> that would be horrifying. <laughs> that would be the most disturbing thing ever or my teeth like a necklace <laughs> uh, oh. wow <laughs> um, that'd, be, well. that'd be something in the will right <laughs> to my dear friend Jacob I bequeath you my teeth oh my gosh <laughs> I think that might be the intro or that might be the outro I'm not sure <laughs> <laughs>